Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Probably the most important to me, you know, is being on a good roster, you know, having the ability to get to the playoffs and make the money playoffs, but also, you know, I don't want to play for cheap, you know. No one does. Welcome back. WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giulio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. The voice there, of course, of James Bradbury set to free agency next week, Hugh. And, like, I, I think a lot of people have, have just kind of resigned themselves to the fact that the Eagles won't have the money. They can't re-sign this guy. They won't bring him back. But, Hugh, there is a way here to move some money around. And, and what about this? And, and we kind of talked about it a little bit in the last hour. You know, if Darius Slay isn't happy or Darius Slay – Maybe doesn't love the idea of Matt Patricia being here. You, Douglas, would you entertain the idea of trading Slay to re-sign Bradbury? I, I think that's probably on the table. You know, when you talk about – and listen, everybody, this is all rumor and innuendo because I don't know. But when you talk about potentially hiring somebody that is clearly not uh, – a uh, He's, nobody's a fan of uh, Matt Patricia. Well, mm-hmm. Slay's not a fan of Matt Patricia, I should say. Most probably aren't. Yeah, most probably aren't. And for you to 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 even consider that, I think that there is somewhere where, you know, Dare Slay might be expendable. And then on top of that, you talk about the way that this this defense played, this the secondary in particular. I think that there's probably a, a chance that they might want to upgrade at that position. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of conversation about bringing in another corner or going younger at that position. And I think that when you take that coupled with the fact that, you know, there's some talk about bringing Matt Patricia here, there might be something there. There might be something to all of that. So th- there's a lot of player. 215-592-9494. You, I'm with you on this. I, if, if I'm Howie Roseman, I would consider trading Darius Slay and trying to re-sign Bradbury. A couple things. One, Bradbury's younger by a couple years. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's got a couple extra years left in the tank that Darius Slay does. And just off this year, Hugh, I, I thought Bradbury played better over the course of the season. Slay seemed to start out better. Um, and then kind of curtailed a little bit. Yeah, week two. I thought I thought Slay's best game was week two when he covered Justin Jefferson a lot of the night and really did a good job. But, you know, he kind of tailed off as the season went along. Bradbury played better or played, you know, just as well the whole season. And the Eagles, depending on how they structure this, if they if they designate a Slay trade, a, a post-June 1st type of thing, which you could do in the NFL, they would actually save $17.5 million on the cap by trading Slay if they do it you know, at, at a certain point and do it in a certain way. So th- it, it would free up some room here. Yeah, and I think that when you, you talk about, like, man, he was on, he was on the, uh, what, the Twitter? He was on his, his feed talking the other day about how good he is. Boy, and, and, and listen, 
the, the Eagles fans were relentless. They were relentless. Well, people were, were frustrated getting, with us on yeah, Friday. They yeah, were, they were they were relentless. They were getting after him, talking about, dude, your your game kind of fell off towards the end of the year, and yada yada yada, all this other good stuff. I mean, he's a good corner, but he falls into that category. Thirty two years old, man. You know, you might you might look to move on from him and go younger at that position. Well, we're talking we're talking all morning about the defense and, and how are we worried about this thing moving forward? Well, they're going to have a youth movement, right? We we all realize this. That's, yes. So. Do you want to have a youth movement with a 32-year-old corner, or would you rather keep a 30-year-old and then pair him with a draft pick? I, I think there's something here. Kyle Quinn, would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? You know, I'm going to just go out and say no, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here with the whole Bradbury was better than Slay thing. Slay was following the number one receiver, at least he claims to. Uh, Bradbury, I think, benefited a lot from having Darius Slay on the other side, mm-hmm. and I just think it's going to be too tough to replace the production. Like we said earlier, I don't really trust Howie to be able to draft a cornerback, especially uh, to be able to replace Darius Slay's production. So, no, I think you Ah. might just have to go with the the option that you're already dealing with. See, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of ifs and maybes in here, and I understand why everybody's upset. Or or not upset, but concerned. Mm -hmm. That's the word I use, concerned. But that's Howie's job. You know, when I go back and I think about about when Howie's walking around around the, the field before a game, and he told Eagles fans, I got like I brought you your first Super Bowl with arrogance, with straight up and out arrogance. So guess what? That's why I'm not concerned because when you do stuff like that, I'm expecting you to do your job. Like well, that's why you, when you talk about uh getting Jalen Hurts signed, hey dog, you got that arrogance that you come up and talking trash like that to the fans, get do your job. Do your job. And it is his job. Here's what I think about, too. And, and I think Kyle makes a good point that maybe he was following the number one receiver. Maybe that's why he, he tailed off a little bit. Bradbury got the benefit of following the number two. But I think about the culture around here, right? The culture matters. This thing was a good culture last year. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not sure about Slay as a culture guy. I mean, he goes on his podcast basically says, well, it wasn't our fault. We, we only gave 180 yards passing. Meanwhile, Bradbury took took some responsibility for his holding in the Super Bowl. Like, I, I, I just... I, there's something about Slay that worries me. And if they bring in Patricia... He's trying to get in the Hall of Fame. He's trying to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's worried about the gold jacket. I'm trying to win football games here. 215-592-9494. A lot to throw around here in terms of, one, are you panicked about the Seagulls defense? A lot of change coming here and now coaching drama. And would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? I mean, you if it saves them money, it gets them younger. I, I think there's something possibly here because how many guys in the team? I mean, they're moving. It seems like they're potentially moving on from these 32 year olds. Yeah, it seems like it. I think I think I'm hoping Brandon Graham is going to be here. I think that that's what he wants. Um, not so sure on Fletcher. You know, I, I think that that Brandon. You look at the production that he had and the role that he plays. He would be a good fit here. I don't think that they feel that same way about Fletcher. I don't either. I, and look, it, it's almost there is something to be said for if you're going to do it, you rip the bandaid all at once, right? You get yeah. it off, right? If you're going to if you're going to kind of turn this thing over and have a younger defense, you you could do it all in in, in one year. And to, to Darius Slay, like, how many good years does he have left? A couple. He's yeah. 32. I mean, how long do corners last at a high Not level? Not that long. Not that long. Only one I can think of that that lasted a while was Daryl Green. And he's an outlier. Yeah, he's he's definitely an outlier. Uh, Dion started to curtail a little bit, but he was still pretty darn good. He was, but Slay's not <laughs> Dion. Not, no, no, no. Yeah, I think about a guy like Darrell Rivas. He was great. He went, yeah, then it just went. Yeah, when that speed goes, it, and, and you lose one step or two steps at corner, it's not the same. You're not two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We're we're intrigued by the idea of trading Darius Slay to free up money to keep James Bradbury. Tyrone's in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Tyrone. Hey guys. 
Happy Monday. Happy Monday, man. What's going on? Hey, Tyrone. How's it going? Oh, yeah. The, the Eagles, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Uh, yeah, I think that, um, I don't know. If, if you look at the numbers, and I didn't want to, originally I didn't want to talk about this aspect of it, but since you guys kind of steered me in the fact that if you look at the guys over 30 years of age, if they didn't bring them back, they would save about $60 million. Like and like all of them, or we're talking about the defensive guys? On the defense alone. Right. And mm-hmm. if you look, and, and including Jason Kelsey, um, it would be about $60 million. I, I think that if you look at this draft, they have a lot of corners that are considered big corners with real good speed mm-hmm. that are over six, six feet, six one, six two. Uh, even I think it's one that's even six three. And if you look at the game, we've had a lot of difficulty with teams that had rangy fast receivers, and that includes uh, both of the corners. And I, I think that with one of the downfalls of the Eagles has been the inability to cover guys one-on-one or the reluctance to cover them one-on-one because of the scheme. And you have to wonder if the defensive coach didn't have confidence in his players enough to put them in that position. I mean, Well, I think, Tyrone, before you go on, Hugh's been kind of hinting at that since since we started the show. Like, maybe that's why they didn't play much man on the outside, that he didn't think they could do it. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying that, and and I feel like, you know, if there's an opportunity in this draft, to get one of these young corners, then why not take them? Yeah, but 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 I also think that Bradbury, he's a really really good corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, all around, he that guy he really impressed me on his man coverage when he was placed in that position. The way he can cover the guy downfield. I mean, they all you're going to get beat occasionally, but the way he could stick the guys and break the pass up and step right in at the last minute and break and and hit the ball. It, it was like he, he's really, really, really good. But also, the teams that the Eagles had a lot of trouble with were teams with the premier running back. And I think we have not had that luxury since we've had Shady McCoy, where you could get one guy and he could be like certain people call him a bell cow type of runner. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think if, if one of those guys were in the draft, I think that it would be foolish I'm not saying the top ten pick, but in that first round, if a Bell Cow guy was there at thirty, they would be foolish not to pick. I tell you what, bro, if he a Bell Cow guy, he ain't gonna be there at thirty. He gonna be gone. Well, those guys are rare. But, yeah, he but gonna be gone. Sometimes, you know, sometimes things fall in your lap, and if, and if something happens to fall in your lap, I would don't look a gift toss in the mouth. No, I hear you. And I, I hear you. And I, and I think that Howie. I think he's learned through several drafts where things didn't go the way he wanted. Yep. I, I, I think he, he I think he may have learned a few. He got burned a few times, but hopefully he's learned from that and he can come away with, you know, I, I'd rather get quality over quantity any day. Well, yeah, and we hope he's learned, Tyrone, because, I mean, that's when they pay Hurts here, that's the where they're going to have to build this team. And, Tyrone, we appreciate it. 215-592-9494. As I sit here, we're panicking, having some panic here, myself and Kyle, about this Eagles defense here. But then on, on the idea of, of, of Darius Slay and, and uh, Bradbury and maybe trading Slay to keep Bradbury, you know, I'm looking at some of these corners. I'm, I'm just looking. We mentioned Darrell Rivas. He was kind of done at 32 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I looked up Richard Sherman here. Richard Sherman's last good year was at 31, and then he bounced around 32. He was out of the league at 33, and he's on TV now. Like, 
I, I mean, I, I, the more I think about this Slay thing, and it's not just because Slay's outspoken. That's fine. He could, he could be outspoken. He can speak if he want to speak. Yeah. I just, I wonder about his future here. I mean, if you're telling me I could keep Bradbury for the next three years or Slay for the next three years, it's a no-brainer. I'd yeah. keep Bradbury. I mean, he's a little bit older, man. And, and I mean, listen, like I said, it, it comes for everybody. Nobody outruns Father Time. Father Time comes for us all. And then when you talk about diminishing returns toward the end of the season, they might be thinking about moving on from Slay. Well, and you know who the highest cap hit on this team is for next year? Darius Slay. Like, that's... Be thinking about that. $26 million for Darius Slay? That is a lot of money. I also wonder if at some point they ask him to restructure his contract because that's – There's a lot of like, – I would say this. There's probably a lot of moving parts going on right now. There's some guys that the Eagles are, are adamantly trying to sign, and there are some guys that they're probably waiting for a phone call from the Philadelphia Eagles. Who knows? But how he's not just sitting back. I know the draft is over and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the combine. combine is over and everything. But – they're still burning at midnight oil trying to figure out how they're going to make this team better. Well, they're going to have to. 215-592-9494. Because I, I have some real significant worry about this defense. If you, if you missed it, we opened the show by talking about, you know, what happened here yesterday with Denard Wilson, you know, getting fired or let go, amicable. I mean, it's, it, there's some open-ended questions on what happened here. But the Eagles have lost a lot of coaches from last year. Jonathan Gannon, Denard Wilson, on a team that had a lot of chemistry and good – and really a good flow last year on defense. All those sacks they had – and now they're going to lose all these players potentially in free agency. They lost coaches here. You got the slave, maybe maybe Matt Patricia thing. There's a weird vibe you to this this offseason so far with the defense. It feels like a lot of change is coming. It feels like there's a lot of conversation that's being had, and people are lying about the, the, like what they want to do mm-hmm. and not telling the truth. It's a lot of conversation that. It's just weird. It's just weird all the way around. Yeah, and that and that's why, you know, I think anything could be on the table here, including the idea that we brought up where trade Slay, keep Bradbury. I mean, I, I just think for the next three years, you tell me right now who's the better player. I would say James Bradbury will be a better player for the next three years than Slay. Isn't it kind of funny when you put it into perspective, though, like that we're talking about this when, as of five years ago, we would have been, like, we would have killed to have a guy even remotely as close to what Darius Slay is of course. in this town. I mean, it, he's without a doubt, the best cornerback to come through this town in a very, very long time. And now here we are with two guys, one of them which, I know. Like, eh, you know, we could probably do without him. Yeah, well, he's probably the best since Asante to be here. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things change. They change quick, man. <laughs> change quick. Well, also, when you're outspoken, you have a $26 million cap hit. There's, there's, there's questions to be had. Archie's in Ocean City. What's up, Archie? Arch. How you guys doing? You, What's going on, man? You're on. <clears throat> Hey, Lou, what's your chance? Let's assume we're going to keep one of those two guys, either Bradbury or Slay. Um, from a player's perspective, how much can one of those guys mentor a really good young defensive back coming into the league? Uh, I would probably say. See, I don't really. I'm not. I don't really know that much about either one of them. But I would probably say, just off the off the top, I would probably say Slay. But he's probably not going to be here. Well, yeah, and, and you know what? I, I think it's Archie with that thing. It's too – each play, player's personality plays into it too. Do they want to do that? I mean, I, I would, they both have a lot to offer, obviously. They've been star corners in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day in the NFL, unfortunately, it's, it's all about the offense. I mean, the defense on both teams couldn't stop the other one. So, you know, you, you try to get some playmakers. But, I mean, I think it's the big guys up front. They get the pressure. You've got a chance. I mean – you don't get the pressure. You don't. You just don't win the NFL. Well, you don't. But totally agree. Yeah, but you know. But the one thing about the pressure and all that up front, Archie, we appreciate it. You, you, you could. Gen- I mean, the Eagles last year they had seventy something sacks with all those different guys. You could generate pressure with a bunch of guys. If you don't have the right corners out there, you're in trouble. I mean, yeah, they- you got to have some. You got to have some corners. But 
we've seen guys, the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. go out there with some young guys. Young corners. And and they made mistakes. But at the end of the day, you know, they they played well when they had to play well. So well, and you, they, can, you can you can win with young players out there on the field. Yeah, you it, can. It can well, you need the offense to be good too. And I, I just I think about the defense from last year, and I think about all the games they won, especially early in the season when they scored excuse me twenty four or less points, and they found a way to win those games because their defense was really good. And it just it feels like we're headed towards a, a spot where they're going to set up their defense to be young and and really to have some growing pains and that can affect next season. I I'm worried about this. And then the coaching aspect. I know people didn't like Jonathan Gannon, but man, they had 2 years of continuity on the defensive side of the football coaching-wise. Gannon, mm-hmm. Nick Rails, Denard Wilson, they're all gone now. I mean, we we don't know if Sean Desai could coach. We don't know if he's going to put together a good. We don't know yet. No, we don't, but I think that that with coach Sirianni making this move he has to have some. He gotta. You gotta be confident in that move that you made. And he has to coach. He better Cause be because this team, the expectations for this team right now, are very, very high. You know, even though there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that are going to change, that does not change the expectation for this fan base. We still expect to be in in Super Bowl contention next year, even though a lot is going to change. Yeah, well, there is. There's no question a lot will change here. But the, the bottom line is with the defense and, and the panic, and, and most people, it's interesting so far, you are not panicking. They're with you on this. Uh, at WIP Midday Show, our Twitter poll question early in the show today, in light of recent events, are you panicking over the state of the Eagles defense 2023? 70% no. So most people are with you today, uh, not panicking over this defense yet. But that that... That feels like it's like a, a 30% is kind of interesting just because nothing's really happened with the players yet, and yet there's 30% still panicking. I mean, we got Kyle freaking out back there. I'm going nuts over here, guys. You, somebody's got to – you got to calm me down, man. <laughs> you, what are you freaking out for, man? It's still – we haven't even had the draft yet, man, and you already going I through I know, but the, the, you, could, you could feel the writing's on the wall for this defense to be way different next year. It's going to be different, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean bad. Different doesn't mean bad. It could be better. It, it it can't be. It might not be as good as the defense that you had last year statistically, but it could be better. It could potentially be better. Yeah. They were missing that. Yeah, you're missing all that. <laughs> that that goodness. Well, and it could get better as the year goes on. That, that I mean, that that obviously could be part of this whole thing. But I, I really think it's it, it's there's something there. And curious, where one thinks on this. Would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? Because Brad, Hugh, Bradbury's the one I think everybody wants to keep. We just kind of realized they're probably not going to be able to keep him. Yeah, I think that going into it, because he wants to get paid, and and I think that he's played himself, and, and the uh, Eagles feel strongly that he is the guy that they need to keep. Between mm-hmm. the two, I think that he is the one that they've identified that they would potentially like to keep. Well, he had such a good season, and you, know, you think about it, you you played on a defense that had two really good corners. like that. When you have two corners you can rely on it changes things yeah. they had that it, last it, year it, it makes your defense that much more dynamic well they had three I mean really in essence last year the Eagles had three corners they could count on when they were all healthy right they had Bradbury they had Slay they had Avante Maddox it's mm-hmm. most teams don't have three good corners no they don't they don't and and that's the thing man especially when you talk about potentially lining up and, and playing against teams that have dynamic receivers you're going to need that third corner that was one of the benefits that we had when, when I was here we had Al Harris Al Harris yep. was a great third corner, so much so that he went to Green Bay, became a starter. Was a pretty darn good corner there. So yeah, it's always good 
to have those young guys. But as you can see, receivers are starting to get taller. So and the corners are starting to get taller. So mm-hmm. you might want to you might want to uh, look into that a little bit. Well, and two years ago, I mean, the Eagles had Slay, they had Maddox in the twenty twenty one season, but they they had uh, Stephen Nelson on the other side, just just a guy, and and their defense was not was not very good. I mean, obviously the pass rush got better, and they got got like Hassan Reddick, but. Boy, there, there's so much potential change going on here with this defense, and, and I'm worried about it because I, I almost think we underrated how good they were last year because of the end. Like, the end, obviously, Super Bowl was bad, right? They got torched by Mahomes in the second half, regardless mm-hmm. of what Slay says. It was not good. But their defense did help them earlier in the season win a lot of games. I mean, they're just not a 14-win football team if not for that defense. There was like there were a few games earlier in the season. I know the Vikings where we kind of just ran out and kicked their ass in the first half of the game, but... We all, that game was what, like 24 to 7 was the final yeah. score in they, that they game? They only scored 24 against Washington the, the third week. Right. Of, yeah. So there were multiple moments where the defense had to go out there and make consecutive stops to really, uh, you know, keep the Eagles blowing the other team out. I, I think a lot of that had to do with the defense, well, more than we like to admit. The Colts game. The, the Colts game, they, they won because the defense played so well. I mean, they're, they're, I'd say there was about a handful of games they won. The, the Cardinal game, where they won like 20 to 17, because their defense played well. That. That's different coming up now. Yeah, it is, and and that's why you have to bet and count on the fact that you know you're going to give your your quarterback more offensive weapons, and you're going to count on the fact that he's going to grow and mature and not make some of those mistakes that he made last year. It's interesting because their team was so balanced last year, and that that's you think about what why they were so good. It was a really really balanced team, and he it it, it just it's becoming clear we're trending towards an offensive team. Yeah, it is. And that's basically what it is. That's that's what NFL is now. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as you got that trigger caller, that signal caller back there that can make those plays when he has to, you know, you're gonna have that. Because when you look at that Kansas City Chief team, it was it was Kelsey and and the, the quarterback. Sure. Mahomes. And if you have that chemistry with that one guy that can make those plays like that, then you have something good. Well, you do, and and, and uh, they have something great there um, in, in Kansas City, and and we'll see if the Eagles can match that. You know, game for game offensively, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Look, maybe if they had continuity with the coaches, maybe I'd feel good about this. I'd feel okay about it. But they have, I mean, the, the amount of change they're going to have here on the defense. It's probably the most in the NFL from one year to the next. I'm panicking as we head towards free agency. 215-592-9494. Your phone call is coming up. Are you panicking about the Eagles' defense next year? Yes or no? And would you trade Slay if and then keeping Bradbury? I think it's a really interesting hypothetical for the Eagles to consider. They could save a lot of money by trading Slay if it's a post-June 1st. Bradbury, a better bet to be a good player, I think, over the next three years. And also, Brandon Graham made his intentions for the future Pretty clear the other day. How much longer does he want to play? Will it be here in Philadelphia? We'll play that for you next. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Catch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.